this podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and wonders if you'll notice anything different. Everybody and welcome to episode 130 of Movie Drone. I'm stuck indoors, Steve. Um, I'm stuck in the other doors, Mark. <laughs> Caught you out again. Yeah. There you go, there you go. Something. So you're right? Yeah. Okay. Notice anything different? I noticed something. Yeah, what, yeah. what was all that about? We've had a legend step up to the plate what? and record us a brand new spanky but the same theme tune. Yeah. It's very, pretty rock, that. isn't it? It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we have our own recorded version of our theme song. Yeah. The legends Jamie Irwin has been beavering away. I mean, he can't have a lot to do, <laughs> but amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jamie, for Spent that. his own time doing I that. Know, it's, it's very uh, very rocky, isn't it? It's awesome. Yeah, you like it. Yeah. It's a bit better than yours. I mean, I imagine yours I would mean, be a little bit... Newton Faulknery, wouldn't it? Yeah. A bit folky. I mean, it's, it's now the third best sort of clip of music that we've got on the podcast, <laughs> obviously behind Question Time and What's That Feel. <laughs> okay. But Jamie, you're an absolute freaking legend. Thank you very it's much. Awesome. That, mate. Yeah, we'll continue to use I'm that. touched. I'm touched. Oh, not, yeah. like, not like... like well, it's like a musical thing, and you probably understand what's gone into that a little so bit. So much better. work. So Is much it? work. Yeah, all the little subtle... Like, he's put movie nuances in there, so we've got, like, movie explosions and stuff. He's tailored it <laughs> to us. Well, I mean, obviously, That's I understand art, a little bit with the music and that, the mixing and that of it, but obviously not the playing. Yeah. I've only heard you play, oh, so obviously I, I've... Yeah. I don't know. My favourite guitar sound ever, that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. there you go. So, uh, thank you, Jamie. Thank you very much. So, how you been there, mate? I've been all right, mate. I've been all right. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the main part of me, I'm going to let you explain anyway later, but the main part of my week is I've been keeping me going is your excitement for your week. <laughs> it, it's really cheered me up this week, just listening to you, being both excited and almost suicidal. In the tears, same. yeah. yeah. In tears. It's, it's, it's been amazing. I'll let you uh, I'll do it. I've got me a home cinema. Yeah, I mean, you sent me a photo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what was that? It was a sheet. Was it a sheet? No, it it's sheet? an actual, it an actual projector. proper, like, screened 100 oh, inch. I mean, I couldn't see. It looked like a bed sheet. No. I thought I saw a wee stain no, on it. One of yours. One of your old ones from your mum's. <laughs> <laughs> More blood than anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a proper bona fide one. I got a 100 inch cinema oh. screen. Oh. Got the projector set up, got my speakers. Oh, and is, is that better than just watching it on the big telly? Yeah, I'm so missing a cinema, mate. Really? I'm really missing a okay. cinema. We don't really got a big telly here. We've not moved everything over because of decorating and stuff. Right. Um, and it just got me a bit excited. I, I feel like I need the cinema back. Right. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, what um, film was it that was on when you sent the photo? Um, that was one that she had in the blue right, Wasted then. Uh, wasted. Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it was just in there. Um, okay, all right. Um, but I'm going to watch Jurassic Park with the kids tomorrow. I'm going to have a movie you, you said you was over Jurassic Park. Kids want to see it. Kids oh, haven't they? seen it. So. No, they're not. I, well, my thing was, she'll have a movie night with the kids. And she was like, yeah. I said, my only caveat, it's got to be a proper film. Right. I want to watch a film. I don't want to watch Frozen right. or um, Inside Out or any of these 
animated Texas one. Chainsaw I don't Massacre. Mind. Yeah, apparently not allowed. Oh, right, I did okay. say can we get on watch Exorcist, okay. but um, add all my extension drawings through this week, mate. <laughs> for the, the extension, so we're dealing with the architects and all stuff like that. Right. Oh, fucking headache! <laughs> it is a real headache. You ain't getting your lot the bit who build it, are you? No. Oh, thank fuck for that. No. Fucking good. No. Um, but one thing that's confused me this week, mate, and I know we have got a lot of American listeners. Yeah. So I watched the inauguration. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, which was fine. You know, I'll be honest, I was watching it to see if there was any drama. Um, but the bit that confused me the day you, before. <laughs> it's like watching an F1 yeah, race. Yeah, pretty much. Crash, yeah, right, just in yeah, case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, a day beforehand, I mean, it was the one getting off the... Uh, plane that I was more interested in right. just in case something happened right. um, one that confused me a couple of days beforehand presidential pardons what the fuck did you see no I'll, like, I'll explain why in a minute he, he decided right um, I don't know two days before he was no longer president I'm, I think it was like 140 I could be misquoting that but it was a lot just decides to pardon all these. Apparently, it's tradition right. that the outgoing president just pardons shitloads of people. There was people in for weapons charges, <laughs> corruption, and fraud. <laughs> right? And he just went, one was in for like 28 years, and he was like, hey, come. Oh. And apparently, that's legal. The only person he can't pardon is himself, right. which is a shame because really? he's going to go into prison. Oh. Um, but mental. <laughs> I mean, we can't, like, our Prime Minister goes, right, I'm going to, you know, introduce a tax on, I don't know, toilet paper. And then we have to take it to the thing the next week. They'll vote on it, go, I want to change this and stuff. I haven't really got a lot of power because he just goes, fuck it, mate, hey, come. Where's the keys? Right, who's got the keys? Let them out. So it's worth actually going to it, be, try and be the president just mental. to have a, a good go at the end well, of it and pardon big, yeah. everybody. There was this big thing where they had... Um, Empty the prisons. ...massive limo outside the prison that Joe Exotic was in because they thought he was going to be one of his pardon <laughs> things and that they was convinced he was coming out and he weren't on the list. I can imagine him getting all like, excited. This <laughs> fucking great limo outside to pick him up uh, and it didn't happen. What, covered in like leopards and shit? Yeah, it was <laughs> mental. <laughs> Brilliant. But anyway, I know this answers this question, right. but share your week, mate. What have right. you been up to? It's great. Well, it's not great, mate. I mean, I had an idea a while ago, right, that I was going to sell all my old records, right? Like Daniel and, O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said you wanted that one, yeah, so yeah. I kept that back for you. No, all of my old, like, all the old records, there's a decent market for it, do you know what I mean? We've got a bit of expense coming up. I thought I'd shift it. It's the most harrowing Fucking experience. I can't believe you did it. <laughs> it started. I started putting them on, right? I put them on and I put them on. I got a few on and I started getting orders. And then I started getting messages about people wanting photos and audio and that. And I started to put some more on and I got some more orders. By the end of night one, I was wandering around, basically, with me head in my hands. Do you want to step in and tell yeah. me to go away from it? Then I woke up in the morning and it was even worse because there was more orders and I had more to put on. And I was putting them on, putting them on, putting I had two days holiday. And then, like, literally, so many orders, we had to do a spreadsheet. I was nearly in tears. We, the royal we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that to well. Yeah. Nearly in tears Tuesday night. Didn't know what to do for the orders and that. I had to <laughs> I had to get some stuff to package it and everything. And then, like, Wednesday, I had to go down the post office and post about 30 fucking packages. And it's just carried on. I had to take Wednesday off, extra day holiday, to cope with the demand. And I've had to take today off to cope with the demand. And if I was... I mean, it's calmed down a little bit. Yeah. I've got about another 20 packages to post out on Saturday, but I can't get tomorrow off. So if we get loads of orders tonight, I'm going to be in tears again tomorrow oh, night. Amazing. It's amazing. Honestly. It was I, <laughs> you went from excitement the first time. I've got this message saying, I've made X amount. This is amazing. How great is this? Like, 
No, 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 no. To the next day of, I, I, I think I'm going to run away. <laughs> well, I just, honestly, I was wandering the house with me, my head in my hands, nearly crying. Oh, do you want to step in? It's not been good. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> I've still got about 200 odd records to sell. I can't do it. Fantastic. <laughs> it's, in bits. I mean, we've had this conversation many times, like, I've got a friend who likes to sell stuff on the Facebook right. and they put stuff up, don't know, for like two, three quid. Yeah, and, yeah. and you quite often just say, which is probably the yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we come up with a rule that it'd have to be worth like 50 quid for us to bother right, yeah. or it can just stay in the right. whatever. And here you are, flogging all your old shit to people. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Oh shit, some of it's going for a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I'm in bits. I, I dare look at my phone. I don't want to see if there's any more orders. Today I've spent all day, and the thing is, right, I spent 45 minutes looking for a record today yeah. to put in someone's order, yeah. looking for a red label because the picture was red. Yeah. Couldn't find it. Went through six or seven boxes, 45 minutes. Turns out it was an orange label, and it was in the first pile I looked in. Excellent. So that's how much I feel like crying. I'll be moment. honest. If it wasn't such, my plan was to join this website and start trolling you through the comments <laughs> and asking for loads of questions. This was my plan. I was going to ask questions on everything and be really picky about everything. I just haven't had time. <laughs> oh, I, don't I reckon do I could have broke you. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. I just, yeah, don't do it. Please don't amazing. do it. No. So anyway, yeah, that's it. I'm not looking at that. No. If I have to disappear yeah. and go in the other room, it's because I've got an order on it to assemble. You just have to carry it on yourself. Oh, brilliant. There you go. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Uh, I'm not doing that. I've, Lee said, go start going to boot fairs, getting some records. I said to Jill, should we do that? Get some fuck off, she said. <laughs> not allowed to go to boot I don't fairs. feel like... Um, excuse me, how much for the Valdunigan? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bloke who wants her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, uh, so there you go. Yeah. That's my horrible week. Amazing. And I've got to get up at 1.45, so there you oh, go. Disaster. All right then, mate, yes. so do you got any thanks for this week? I've got a list, mate. So we got thanks to Mark Seeger, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Spoiler Piece Theatre, Podcast HQ, Little Nick, Write Stuff Reviews, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Nerd Revert, Forza Kreld, Ryan, Bennett Film Busters, WTM, Melson Weens, Cash Grab Cinema, The Dyson's Effect, and you'll never fucking believe, but Lee, he's back. <laughs> Boot Fair Lee, you're yeah. calling that. <laughs> he's going to come with me. Um, okay, Ed, thank you very much, everybody, for all those retweets. I've got special thanks this week to Jill, Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, Miriam, lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Owen, LJ Human, Film Busters, and The Office Nomad. Mm. Um, I saw that the uh, Nick did like your promo that you did. Surprisingly, I'm quite surprised. Had a go, didn't I? Yeah, have you had any more offers of work? No, <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> not. I very much doubt she has even. <laughs> but I tried. <laughs> I really did. Okay. All right, mate, I've got a promo. Yeah, get it on, mate. Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. And we are two sisters with the Mouse and Weens podcast. Nice and clear. <laughs> Come take a listen. It's fun. We talk about life, love, and pubic hair. Sick. <laughs> and all sorts of fun family memories and stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're on all the platforms. And we hope you take a listen. Bye. Bye. Peace.
suck it. There we go. That's the promo for our lovely friends from across the pond, Melson Weens. Yeah. They added me to a uh, Facebook group. Oh, well that's done. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, you get to learn about all the new episodes and start. I don't know if it's a nice private that one of us got that treatment. <laughs> it is. Probably yeah. can't find me on there. <laughs> Not very active. <laughs> well, maybe they'll hear this and maybe they'll add you, Mark. Do, all right. do you think? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he won't hear it. But yeah, so that's lovely, lovely mouse. I didn't know the other one had a name. <laughs> the Everyone hobo loves one. Steve. The tramp. Steve's amazing. Steve's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you go. So yeah, yeah, please listen to Mouse and Weens. Yeah. And that's some really good episodes. And lovely, lovely people. Yes, thank you so much. Well, then, mate, you want to play theme tune? Yay! Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the Lines Read to Get Points game. Hashtag What's That Film? Here we go. Right, okay. So, what's that film? Yeah. Who got it and what was it? Well, played two games last week. I played What's That Film and Who Can Spot Mark's Deliberate Mistake? Was it a mistake? Yeah, it was a big mistake. Was it? Yeah, what I did, I thought about putting this in as a separate little section and I'll make a obvious really bad mistake and see how many people um, found it and Glyn and LJ Human two both, people yeah, got both you. noticed okay. that um, when I said about doing the voice in Japanese it was Chunk who said it not Data was it yes um, but the film was The Goonies for anyone else who okay. so didn't get it if you didn't why not um, so we've got Port Work got four five for LJ Human and Glyn Emma got two Jamie Russell got it right, but I'll be honest, I couldn't find his score. Right. And there was a lot of tweets to try and go for. I, I gave up after 10 minutes. I couldn't <laughs> find it. Miles, mate. Big, fat, zero. Because... So, sorry, sorry. Zero? Zero, because... Never seen it. <laughs> Has he not? Never seen the Goonies, ah. mate. Weirdo. And Ben at Film Busters got three. Okay. What did I get? One or... No, two. Two, two. I think, yeah. Two, okay. All right. Okay. There you go. I mean, you don't win no prizes for getting no. a certain amount, do you? No. I mean, not even me. No. No. Oh, yeah, I've got to sort you something out. <laughs> uh, you, I'll sort you something out. I, could, I Actually, mate, I have got you something, but obviously because you've not been here, I've not been able to give it to you. <laughs> sure you have. Yeah. Show it to me through the screen. It's If you look over my, hang on, so from where you're sitting, it'll be to my left shoulder, but it'll be my right shoulder. There's like a furry owl. <laughs> it's... Cuddly toy, mate. I know. Making the cuddly toy collection. No way. <laughs> you can pick no. anything on there. Anything on shelf number two, mate, is yours. It's <laughs> just full of old radios that don't work that yeah. you've made and shit. And <laughs> old crap. It's like, it's like the arcades, isn't it? You've not got a shelf one yet, but you can pick anything off shelf two. Full <laughs> of shit. That's <laughs> <Say> crap. <laughs> Yeah. That's actually like a red block or something. Yeah. That's the best thing on there. It's yours, mate. <laughs> right, okay then, mate. Yeah. Uh, just, just get it over and done with. Yes, mate. Right, five points then, mate. What's that film? I'm going to get the papers. Get the papers. Oh, I, I know that because he's quite a, a flitty person. Um, I'm going to get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No? I don't know, no. Four points, mate. Yeah. Is this an harder one? I've tried it to make it a little bit harder, I think, but I still think there's going to be some fives. So, four points, mate. What's that film? Anything I wanted was a phone call away. (sighs) No, I don't know. No? No. Three points, mate. Yeah. What's that film? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Oh. Uh, oh. Is it? Yes, mate. (laughs) Good effort. Three points. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. That's quite hard. You think? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm All impressed. Right. I right. am impressed. For good. two points yeah. for anyone else. If you haven't got it, what's that film? Why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy? All right. One point. What's that film? I mean, funny. Funny like I'm a clown, like like I amuse you. <laughs> no better than when yeah. I did it for Mark's movie impressions. Quaffy. Quaffy. Yeah, okay, go, mate. You see, yeah. I lose interest once I've done it. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? okay. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I've got, oh, that's not too bad. Three points, three. Right, yeah, maybe a shelf number three for that one, mate. <laughs> Anything you like. <laughs> <laughs> going down um, okay excellent right yeah. so let us know if you got it and how many yeah. points you got yeah if you care awesome alright okay <laughs> moving on yes mate this is Mark's Mail Sack okay mate so this is uh, I've made up a name for it this week still okay it's a grubby sack it's yeah. been going around for a little while now yeah. isn't it yes. so um, do you want to tell people how they can give us a question and get in said sack absolutely they can get us on Twitter or Instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com okay and someone has sent us something Via Twitter. Okay, mm. so should we move on to the next yes, section? Mate. This is the section that we love to call Question, Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. And there we go, right, who sent us a question? Steve. What's it about? Is it? Steve. Good name, solid name. Good solid name. Bus um, name after I'll that. be honest, Steve, you need to work on your Twitter handle. Right. I did start writing it. It was like Steve22244. Two, 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 four, <laughs> four. Do you know them one of the real long ones? It's got like <laughs> yeah. a digit. Gave up. Was it a bot? It sounds like a bot. (laughs) Unless bots are very good at writing questions. No. But Steve on um, the Twitter says, Hello, how are you guys? Hope you're well. Well, I'm not too good, Steve. Thanks very much. Um, He says, I'm very interested to hear what your top five favourite movie weapons are. All right. There you go. I'm interested to answer, Steve. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, what you got then, mate? So, I've got number five. I've got Indiana Jones's whip. Have you? Yeah. Hey, can you use a whip? Have you tried using a whip? I mean, I'm good. You know, like when you do the towel, oh. I'm good at that. I can get Jill right up the bum with that. She don't like I it, obviously. I made so. the missus nearly pass out and cry with one <laughs> and gave her the biggest fat <laughs> bruise on her leg. Did you? Yeah, I felt so guilty, but uh. one minute she was standing, next minute she was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. It was bad. I'm good Brilliant. at them with um, beach towels as well. Oh, yeah. They're a really good one. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to say I would be. Right. But at the moment, it'd be good for social distancing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, yeah. 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 I have got my five, the lightsaber down the list. A bit generic, this one. So uh, it's a good weapon. It sounds good, doesn't it? don't know. What's one of them? Fucking Star Wars. You know what they're <laughs> Those things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. For the light like, Fluorescent tube, yeah. Terrific. <laughs> okay, all right. What do they do? Do they, like, burn people? They just cut straight through people. Do they? Yeah, mate. Yeah, proper yeah, laser, yeah. They? yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. My number four, Freddy Krueger's glove. Yeah? Knives on a glove. Amazing. <laughs> I have got a Tori Hanzo Katana from Kill Bill. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I saw that. Yeah. Uh, would you like yeah. to have start seven? I reckon, like, you know, um, from what I remember, uh, you've still got the blank walls up there because you're not allowed to telly no. in the shed, are you? You should have samurai got swords up there. Screen now, mate, don't uh, you should have samurai swords on the wall. I would love a samurai sword, but I believe in the UK it's illegal to actually have them sharpened. Oh, and then it? I wouldn't be able to, like, chuck stuff on it and watch it. 
flop on the floor. Oh. Do you know like when they tr- cut silk and stuff because they're so sharp? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're not allowed to have them sharpened, okay. I don't think. No. Number three, Jason Voorhees machete. Okay. Simple, but very effective. Yes, you are. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the captive bolt gun from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, that's my number two, mate. Is it? Yeah. It's good, that. Great, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah. That is fucking awesome. It's just sort of like, I mean, I, I don't like the idea behind it. Obviously, like, you just, like, kill animals and that with it. Right. I'm still toying the idea of eating a bit less meat um, myself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Why I suppose you it's do that to yourself? I don't know. Just starting to feel guilty. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at, like, chickens when they're in, like, the packaging and thinking, you probably look better running around. And, uh, yeah, it's putting me off my dinner. Okay, we'll we'll have a talk about this one later. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, no, right. great. So I've got to choice. do another one, yes, have I? mate. Okay, so I've got a couple. Of, actually, it's two in one. Right. I'm going to choose some appendage ones. Oh, nice. So I've got the chainsaw hand from the Evil Dead. Yeah, and I've got Cherry Darling's machine gun leg. I knew you would, mate. That's why I didn't choose. Right, them. Okay. I knew you'd be all over planet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the appendage ones. Yeah. Would you have any like, appendage weapons? Well, ideally, I mean, the Freddy Krueger one. Shotgun penis. I mean, I don't, I, di- I would have, <laughs> be like a, well, shotgun. What's that, that tiny little gun in Men in Black? <laughs> yeah. That cricket or whatever it is. Yeah, a little like cricket, that. limp biscuit or something. Yeah. Isn't it? Little cricket. Yeah, no, I don't know enough about them, but did like that Wolver, wolf bloke in the, Wolverine. Yeah, does his knives come out of his hand do, yeah. and then go back in? Yeah. See, that's what ideally, but I didn't want to right. say that one because I've never watched right. it. So I went for Freddy. But if he could actually have them in his hand right. and come out, I think that'd be amazing. Okay. I think what was it? Uh, what was the film that we had? Was it where they had uh, the weapons, the machine guns? Ooh, was the upgrade? That like upgrade? Or yeah. 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 But I can just imagine, like, love, can you cut the cucumber? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Chop, 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 chop. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, brilliant. I my think number... sex is odd, though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, dangerous. <laughs> my number one, mate, a proton pack. Okay, all right. Why wouldn't you? Huh? Well, I mean, a little bit. I mean, sort of unsafe, but. I think we've played um, proton packs in the pub once. Right. And we don't cross the strings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Okay, so mine, uh, lots of guns, obviously, in the movies. Yeah. But mine is, the last one, number one, is the M134 minigun from Predator. Right. The chain gun. Nice. The one that fucking yeah. rips everything apart. That probably be Luke's, I'd imagine. Was it? Yeah. Apparently, it is an actual gun. It's not an actual gun, yeah. but it's an actual gun, if yeah. you know what I mean. It's actually a made gun. And it was the same gun it was in Terminator 2. Oh. Yeah, interest, I suppose. But it might. goes around each each sort of movie, but it's not based on a real gun. Okay. I mean, there are chain guns, but there's nothing quite like it. Yeah. Now I've got honourable mentions. Right. Um, one basically, but it's basically John Wick's arsenal. Right. Because it's impossible. <laughs> it's arsenal. But it's impossible to choose one because he just kept walking back in in the last one, didn't he? Yeah. Going, right. I need that one. I need yeah. that one. I need that one. So anything. I mean, that room is amazing. Well, I was going to say knife. Okay. Just because of the John Wick um, knife fight. Yeah. Because that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Wasn't it? I yeah. enjoyed that. Good one in the raid too as well, knife yeah. fight. I, I did think the biro too. as well from either Silence of the Lambs or Running Man. Yeah. They both sign and stamp the biro. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Make a weapon out of anything, mate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can't, but... I can try. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, yeah. Super Steve. Super Steve. Steve. Good name. Good name. Good question. Amazing. Do you know Steve's named after the bus from Captain Fantastic? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, I mean, we've said how you want to send us a question. Yeah. Send them. Well, mate, the reason we're uh, sitting here? Yeah. We saw film. We did. 
We saw a film mate, that's currently 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a PG one hour, 51 minutes billed as a drama with a synopsis of a rebellious young man with a troubled past comes to a new town, finding friends and enemies. A $1.5 million budget grossing 4.6. This was directed by Nicholas Ray, starring James Dean, Natalie Wood, Salminio, Jim Backus, Anne Duran, Corey Allen and William Hopper. It's 1955's Rebel Without a Cause. Jill gave me a clip. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. You know what kind of drunken brawls those parties turn into. It's no place for kids. A minute ago you said you didn't care if he drinks. He said a little drink. You're tearing me apart! What? You, you say one thing, he says another, and everybody changes back again! Girls don't love their father. Since when? Since I got to be 16? Stop that! I love you, Jim. I really mean it. There we go. So Jill gave me a clip because it was her choice of film. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do a few um, choices in the Mm. next four or five. We've got something different next week. Over that, after that, we're going to do a few more of them. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks, Jill, for this. Well, I mean, say thanks. Um, (laughs) So, mate, what did you think of 1955's Rebel Without a Cause? Another one of them strange ones for me, mate. Another mm-hmm. one of those strange ones. You know, I go, oh, I didn't really like it, and then I liked <laughs> it. Um, this is one of my post-watch likes. Like, I watched it. So the time I'm watching it, I mean, it was well into like an hour, and I didn't feel like I was getting much from it. Right. I was like, not really sure what I'm supposed to be getting from this. Um, then it kicked on a bit, and I got to the end, and she was like, didn't think much of that. Then I went, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. And she just didn't look like she was enjoying it. Right. I was like, oh, I kind of did. And then... The day after, I thought, I want to watch that again. And every day it's gone past, I feel like I've liked it a bit more than when I watched it. You're watching it every day? No. All right. No. But, you know, you just keep thinking about it. You think, actually, I enjoyed that more than I think. No, I don't know that. No? No. Okay, you don't get that. No. You get that with films. Well, I don't get it with this one. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Fair point. (laughs) What did you think then, mate? (laughs) Um, I mean, I've made no secret, really, that I haven't seen enough classics. Yeah. Okay. But I'm beginning to think that if you could call the classics a genre, mm. then it's the one that I least like. Okay. Um, I struggle a bit. It's just something that I can't get on with with them. And I think it's to do with the style of acting, um, the way that it's quite over the top. I mean, it was considered groundbreaking, I think, at the time. Mm. I think it was one of the first films to portray the themes that it did, like the um, obviously the juvenile delinquency and stuff. Yep. Gets nominated for lots of awards. Let's be honest, though, mate. There's a lot less films out there, no, weren't there? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, but I mean, in all the the fairly basic storyline and the fact that you sort of, I mean, to a, to an extent, hanging out, it sort of should be right in my wheelhouse. Mm. But unfortunately, it wasn't. No, no. Okay. I mean, I've got the same as you. The old films with their distinct style of acting slash overacting. Yeah. Um, there was points where I said to the missus. I reckon I could have been a good actor in the 50s because <laughs> I was doing the scene as he was doing it. I was replicating what he was doing. I'm going, now tell me he's doing it any better. Right. And she was like, honestly, he's not. Right. Um, I think it got better as the film went on. I think at the start it seemed a bit like a bit over the top. Right. Apparently James Dean was a proper method actor anyway. Okay. Um, and a lot of the bits he got involved in when we got onto certain other scenes, but he got really involved 
in it and pretty much led a lot of the scenes, done a lot of improvising. Right. Um, ended up doing a lot more of the film than the actual director did by the sound of it. Oh, really? Um, even though he'd only been in like three or four films. Yeah. He's quite um, that's sort of influential, I suppose. I can't work out if he was really that good or whether he's a bit like, because he was gone too soon, yeah. they put him on this pedestal. I wonder when the change came in the style. Right. When did they go... All right, love, calm down. You don't have to flick your head quite like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because, you know, know, when he would say something, she'd get offended and then she'd flick her head and go, <gasps> and it'd all just be well over the top. I mean, I obviously, think. I've watched a fair few films from the 70s and I don't think that they're like that. No. So, somewhere between... I wonder if there's a distinct groundbreaking film where they went, all right, I've had enough of that bullshit. <laughs> Let's do it this way. And they all went, oh, that's better. Yeah, Maybe. That's right. I mean, it's, it's not really about first world problems, is it? But I suppose it shows you how society's moved on. And I suppose that's why I don't click with it. Um, it doesn't seem like it earns the angst for me. No. Um, I mean, what we got? we got Jim is anguished by his parents bickering and his timid yeah. father. Yeah. And then we've got Judy convinced her father ignores her as she's no longer a little girl. So she dresses racy for his attention. And then we've got Plato, his father abandoned him and his mother is away. Yeah. Then that might have seemed like a massive big deal. Yeah. Today, I suppose, yeah. probably 50% of the people yeah. are in that situation, some of those situations. Yeah. And I think this is why I, probably a part of it, apart from the overacting as well, don't understand all the angst that I suppose, goes with yeah, it. and they didn't have like Facebook, so there wouldn't have been people going, oh, no, hanging but, out with my family. No, but that's what I mean, because oh. it's groundbreaking, because it was the first, yeah. one of the first films that sort of looked at these issues, yeah. these juvenile delinquencies and stuff like that. So um, I suppose if you'd watched it then, yeah, probably you'd be like, fucking hell. But yeah. now, I mean, Christ, every any every other film that comes out is about broken homes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose you're right. It's quite an interesting way of looking at it, actually. Mm. One thing I was shocked with this, actually, though, if you go to those sort of points where they haven't really got a lot of angst and stuff like that, I mean, this is a PG. Yeah. And then I was surprised at the glorification of, like, knife crime within it. Well, it um, wasn't, was it, for England? Apparently, they had to cut a lot of the knife fight. Okay. And um, there was other bits that they had to cut out. I can't remember exactly what ones. I should have written oh, them down. But apparently, it ended up with an X certificate. Oh, really? Yeah. And then um, as it sort of time went on, it, it got a PG. But because of the knife fight and all that, it didn't. because yeah, I mean, the language is clean. Yeah, There's yeah. no sort of sex or nudity no. in it as such. And then, you, I mean, apparently they were using real knives. I mean, knife fight, knife fight. I mean, all they were doing was sticking the tip in. Uh, it wasn't a knife yeah, fight per se, was it? Yeah, I, I, we can all get in trouble sticking the tip in, though, mate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's one of them. I mean, they... They had real knives. They was using chain mail under their T-shirts. And oh. apparently both of them did get stabbed up. Right. And there was okay. actual on injuries in there. Okay. I mean, that's probably why it didn't look very real. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. It was real. Yeah. But obviously they were maybe holding oh, the back too much like, then. Oh, nearly got you. And it was a bit like that. Don't get me wrong. But I was just surprised of the glorification of it yeah. in that this was almost how they sort of solved conflict yeah. or I suppose... It's like two cockerels and it strutting around and yeah, he yeah. felt threatened by him. So, I mean, I'll say, yeah, I, I didn't write down exactly um, the thing about yeah. it, but it got an X certificate. Okay, that's an interesting one. And what about the characters? I mean, I hated Natalie Wood's character, Judy, from the off. It's a typical poor thingy woman one, isn't it? I, I mean, I'll get to a little bit of a scene later on. I mean, her, her sort of like character development or her issues are a little bit weird. 
to me. I've got to be honest. Yeah, a little yeah. bit weird. Um, Plato, I mean, he was in for killing a load of puppies. Couldn't stand the bloke from the start. I thought, I've got so many hours Plato. was just strange. He was a real strange character. <laughs> I kind of warmed to him at the end and felt a little bit for him. But overall, I didn't quite get it. Okay. I mean, I sort of understood, uh, out of all of them, his reasons for being off the rails, I yeah. think, are the best yeah um i think well, that I mean, he's got a privilege wasn't he you had like a housekeeper and that and just like yeah, know, with a gun under the well thing. yeah i suppose i suppose but yeah character wise didn't like um judy at all no um when she sort of came and considering how much trouble she caused as well that bird yeah i know exactly she had um in and out the film oh really apparently okay. she had a um she had an affair with dennis hopper right and um nicholas ray Right. director so they both had affairs with her now so ray wanted hopper sacked right because he was like this bit of order when he around but hopper's um contract meant he had to be in it which is why you don't see dennis hopper a lot because all he did was cut all his fucking lines oh really so it caused a lot of tension on the set because oh. he wanted him out but contractually he couldn't be i mean she was quite pretty yeah it's a lovely little thing yeah, i yeah, thought yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not sure the film aged well, I've got to be honest. I mean, with all of these films, I had a bit of a issue with how old the main character looked and was supposed to be. He was 24 I mean, at the time. Mm, supposed to be 18, looked yeah. about 32, yeah. I think. So I had a little bit of an issue with that. The score, I noticed it a lot when they were at the Griffith Park Observatory. That's when it sort of came Proper to me. Proper fashion score. I've been there. Yeah? yeah. Cool story, bro. Yeah. And... Uh, it was, but it was like way too racy and over the top for yeah. what was happening. So it was like a proper action scene. Like it was like the knife fight. It was the same score for the knife fight or same sort of tempo yeah. as it was for when he was popping the tyre. Yeah, I found the, it very weird. repairing tyre. <laughs> yeah, I found it very, very weird. Yeah, no, I've got, I mean, I've got written down score, proper fashion score, which had a certain charm. But it did make me wonder, and you might be able to answer this, mate, with your extensive movie knowledge. <laughs> Has anyone ever rescored or soundtracked a film? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people have rewritten bits of scores and that. Um, people have like composed scores and then sort of been. Uh, dismissed and then someone else has had to oh, come in. What I mean it. is, like, now, like, oh, from right. that film, like, get an old film and take the score out and then add something different in. I don't know. Because I think this could have been scored a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought there was, there'd be a good place in this film for some actual music right. rather than, like, an actual soundtrack right, right. rather than a score. Okay. I thought that could work quite well. I just wonder if anyone had ever done it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you should. You'd think. No, I don't think I've quite got that. You could play it yeah. with your pedals, yeah. do like a folk. I was thinking, let's overload. score more soundtrack. I just thought this could have done with a nice little soundtrack, innit? If you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps not then. No. no. Um, okay, so I mean, we see a little bit of the relationship between Jim and his dad, which is one of the relationships I can sort of believe in. You saw that after the knife fight. Yeah. Um, I thought that was obviously where he's cleaning up when, he, when he'd gone yeah. down. So I thought that was quite one of the relationships that I could sort of get on board with. Yeah. The others were very difficult too, I think. Yeah, the I liked his dad relationship. I thought that was good. I struggled with the mum and dad relationship. I found it very strange. Right. Um, I would have... I wasn't around at this time. You'll be able to tell me. I'm sure you <laughs> were. Um <laughs> I always imagine like the the woman 
being the one who's beaten down and made to yeah, feel like yeah. shit and stuff. And I found that sort of role reversal. I don't know whether at the time whether that was controversial. Well, I think it's it, almost like domestic violence. Yeah, I think. Well, obviously, the film was stepping on a lot of different. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of different. It's quite interesting. You know, in nineteen fifty-five, that was actually highlighted, yeah. um, and how beaten down he was. Yeah, um, I found it all a bit weird, and not was uncomfortable, but it challenged me a little bit. Okay, um, I, which I kind of enjoyed. I mean, the chicky run. That was uh, yeah. it's a bit weird, wasn't it? Just like doing one where you lose a car every time. They can't do it that often, otherwise there'd have been a pile of cars along yeah. uh, at the bottom of the cliffs. Well, so I wonder if he's a new bloke in town and he has to rustle his feathers, doesn't he, and stuff? It does. I think his death got forgotten pretty quick, though. Yeah, it just I seemed to get glossed over really quickly. Well, Nothing really yeah, happened. You're completely right. I mean, I'll come back to that one, because I didn't realise until... It said something about it. they both were stolen cars because I thought, well, I'll just smash their cars up. Yeah. They've gone out and nicked the cars. But you mentioned about it being forgotten quickly. Do you know the time sort of stamp of this film? Right, no. How long it's set over? No, I would have thought it was pretty... What do you mean? Like from the start of the film to the end of the film. Well, it must be a pretty short amount of time. It was Apparently it takes place over only 24 hours. Right, yeah, it must be. Fell in love quick back then, didn't they? They did. She like, flitted from one to the other yeah, very quickly. Oh, I love yeah. him. And then now suddenly I love you. Yeah. What's I mean, his second name? I know. She was in love with a bloke who just died. I mean, very, and very a weird. bit creepily, her dad to a weird... Well, I mean, let's get on to that because I'm I'm sort of there. It was very uncomfortable, that scene. Yeah. I mean, obviously it suggested that her dad is suppressing sexual feelings for her. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know in the 1950s, contrary to modern belief... Um, uh, what what sort of uh, whether it was around whether it was discussed or whatever maybe that's another part of what it was called groundbreaking that it was talking yeah. about it but it was all very weird it's not going to be the last time this sort of conversation comes up tonight no, really? yeah. right okay but yeah right. it was a bit of a strange yeah. well he called her glamour puss what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what you call me you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why it made it uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they obviously run away yeah. to the to the mansion. Another weird scene when they sort of like pet Plato and he yeah. falls asleep Good on the boy, floor. He's <laughs> like the I mean, pet dog, wasn't he? <laughs> it was like a naked gun because you obviously see one hand and yeah. then you saw another one. I was yeah. expecting like another <laughs> couple of hands to come down. Yeah. Um, but it was really really weird. It, um, it was very strange. I thought some of the do- the whole character dynamics were just. I suppose, like you say, groundbreaking, but there was some weird ones that were difficult to totally understand. Yeah. And I'll like say the fact that it only took place over 24 hours and I had this huge bond. Yeah. I mean, it took me five, six years to even like you. <laughs> I tolerate. I mean, I'm still trying. Yeah, that's the same. To get there. I tolerate you to start with. <laughs> yeah, I know. You will text really... me when it happens, won't you? <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> I just surprise. I just surprise you by turning up. <laughs> That sort of goes to the finale, doesn't it? And then the finale was still a lot of sort of overacting. Um, and it's sort of like just run run of the mill finale. You sort of knew what was going to go on, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty obvious. I mean, police sirens back then, pretty fucking annoying, weren't they? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, it was one of them. I mean, I like I the way it ended in a way I know he's dead, but um, it was one of those. I, I suppose at the time it would have been a controversial ending. But like you say, it was very predictable. I knew it was going to happen. Mm. I mean, what the weird thing was, was like the, um, you had like a, a scene with Jim's parents having an almost jokey moment as Plato was sort of carried off <laughs> yeah. by the coroner. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, it was like a jokey moment about trying to get on or something, wasn't yeah. it? 
and it was totally out of place. Yeah, tried to put like, a corny sort yeah. of coming together. And it, it just did not, as that was wheeling Plato sort of like behind and sort of um, obviously Jim was in, well, bits. He was like walking away and then throwing himself backwards again. <laughs> all very weird. And yeah. then they just left the black housekeeper there. Yeah. And all got in their cars and drove off. I felt quite sorry for her. No one really addressed. I mean, that's something that obviously wasn't groundbreaking. They still sort of like left the the, the black housekeeper yeah. to her own devices when the person she's supposed to be looking after had just been killed. No or one probably out of a job. Yeah. Well, no one sort of like comforted her or said anything oh. to her, did they? It was all, yeah, very weird. It was. It, I mean, he was one of them. I mean, you say like Jim throwing himself around. We he threw himself around a lot, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He did a lot of this. I mean, we had him at the start. With the meltdown, I mean, you'll hear it in the clip. I mean, I was couldn't take it seriously. And as it went on, there, there was there was some great scenes and there was flashes of his brilliance. I think of he could be a good actor, but then there was his serious overacting. And I thought even through the final scene, it felt like it had calmed down as we went through the film, and then it was back. Yeah, and I was like, this is. I'm mean, apparently the guy Selminio. Um, it, he was filming, it was his last day on set and James Dean wouldn't leave him alone and was looking after him all day because he was worried because he's a proper method actor and trying to look after him and make sure he was all right because he was going to die that day and stuff. Right. Like, Fuck off. Yeah. Right. I mean, they all died. It wasn't just James Dean, was it? I mean, Natalie Wood. All early, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, she died in suspicious circumstances, drowning. Yeah. I can't remember who her husband was. I didn't know. So many I got stabbed in Yeah, it? stabbed in the heart during yeah. a mugging. Yeah, James yeah. Dean car crash yeah weird all, all young yeah, yeah there you go well i ain't got much more to say about it's it one mate. of them look i was look reading about that actually i didn't realize how bad this i didn't realize dennis hopper was dead right i, I don't remember that <laughs> okay. but it was a good few years ago it was a few years ago yeah, yeah. i don't remember that yeah bad, isn't it? i was sort of looking and thinking i ain't seen him around for ages there was the reason <laughs> um but yeah um i mean i've the only other thing i've got on it is when i was watching it when it started i mean the color palette I thought was quite. I wouldn't call it offensive. I thought it was quite harsh. Okay. I mean, um, I didn't mind. I I, I expected those colours. Yeah, yeah. For, for but it, I thought film. this screamed out for black and white. And apparently, it had started yeah, shooting yeah. in black and white. And I then, thought there was a black and white version. To be honest, in yeah. fact, I thought when we first started doing it, Jill said, "Is it black and white? Are we watching it in black and white?" And I said, "Well, is there both versions?" She said, "Oh, I think there is." And we didn't look into it. We just no. watched the version that I, was out. I did wonder whether this had been colourised. Uh, because of the colours, but apparently mm. they'd started doing it in black and white, then realised they wanted to do it in colour, which is why, like the knife fight, there was less people around because they had to get rid of a load of extras because they right. couldn't afford them now. Right, okay. done There's still it in quite colour. a few in that gang, though, weren't there? Yeah, there was. If they I, just wanted to beat Jim up, they just beat the shit out of him. There was yeah. like 25 of them. I mean, he was he was a cool motherfucker. I did like the jacket. Right. I did like the jacket good and the combo. Good. But, I mean, bearing in mind, transfer quality-wise, I thought struggled in a little bit because we watched more of a high-def one, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, But I'm quite keen to watch someone new cinema. Okay, fair enough. Quite keen. So on I your sheet. Gonna, on my sheet. I think I'm going to give it another go, mate. Okay. I'm glad I've seen it. Um, I will watch it again. I'm just not completely bowled over by it on my first watch, but it has grown on me a little bit more okay. every day. No. I've got 72. Have you? Mm. Okay. I've got 40. Ooh, 
Yeah, I didn't really like didn't it. Not no. a fan at all, mate. No, not really. No, it's. Uh, I'm beginning to think that the classics are not for me. No, maybe you can change my mind with something. Well, apart from old Jella, obviously. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've watched old. I mean, again, we had issues with that, and we've watched To Kill a Mockingbird and, and things like that. But I've yet to find one that really. Well, I did Casablanca, didn't we? Yeah, well, I've yet to find one that completely floats my boat. Okay, perhaps that can be my research mission. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Watched anything else, mate? Nope. Have you not? Nope. Christ, even oh. I've got free and I've been having a meltdown. Oh, I've been been busy, mate, every evening. Okay. Working, right. working. Okay. I mean, obviously, I've had four days off and yes. literally watched three films. I expected to be here for 20 minutes, if I'm honest. <laughs> I watched Twins, 76 on Twins. Classic, Kelly yeah. Preston in that. The Art Amazing. of Self-Defence, again, yeah, 80 on that yeah. one. And a film called Follow Me. It was like a cross between Hostel and The Game. Sounds good. It was a 30. Ooh, it's pretty rubbish. Okay, give that one a miss. There you then. go, yeah. That's I've only managed to watch those, mate. Mm. All right, want to move on? Yes, mate. Okay, this is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Homework. homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that one's seen and the other one hasn't on the O. I can't do it. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> frick. Oh, I couldn't do it. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. There we go. So this is the section where we give the other one films that we love in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. Oh, what a mate. And First the other time. one hasn't seen. Yeah. Missed that bit out. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave you a film that's currently 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 56 minutes long. Billed as a comedy drama romance with a synopsis of Michael Dorsey, an unsuccessful actor, disguises himself as a woman in order to get a role on a trashy hospital soap. Starring Dustin Hoffman and Jessica Lange with a $21 million budget grossing $177 million. This was 1982's Tootsie. Did your synopsis say that he was brilliant but unemployed? Because the synopsis that I saw said that he was a brilliant but unemployed actor. I don't and the one that no. you've just read out is different. An unsuccessful actor. Yeah, okay. Because one synopsis I read said brilliant and un- but unemployed. Not the and one I gave you, mate. No, and he wasn't brilliant neither, was he? <laughs> so he was a perfectionist, wasn't he? Yeah. Which I don't think you can obviously be with all in, in as an actor, really, with okay. all the different directors. There you go. I suppose it's like a, an original sort of girl power movie, but a film about feminism, I suppose. Yeah. Because this film's done quite well, I think, didn't mm, it? Very. Um, got nominated. It's also one of those cultural importance films that's yeah. been put in a vault or whatever. Saying that only a straight white male can do something about sexual discrimination seems a bit weird when you have strong women in the film. But I suppose it was a welcome to the 80s. Yeah. Because there were some fairly strong characters in there. I mean, yeah, 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 um, yeah. And, and it sort of... I suppose I've read that it is a feminist film. I suppose it's less about saying that there are these characters out than calling them misogynists out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't like Dustin Hoffman's character. Okay. I've got to be honest. Um, when he was a man. Yeah. He, I mean, even when he was had been Dorothy yeah. and then he went back to being a man, he was a cock again. Yeah. He didn't really learn anything from being Dorothy at the start. No. Um, even though he had tried to be a feminist and tried to stand up for women 
as Dorothy prior to being a cock again, especially yeah. when he was at the party. Do you remember he was at the yeah, party? Yeah. Um, I didn't quite get that character bit. That confused me a little bit. I like the fact that Bill Murray was in it. Yeah, you I'll could tell that one a little bit secret. From yeah, you. you could tell that he was obviously going to be his dark humour sort of came through. I thought that was quite good. Ad lib central, apparently. Was he? Didn't have a lot Again. of lines. He was just told to do what he wanted. Did he yeah. not? And I like the way the relationship between Sandy and Dustin Hoffman starts. Yeah. I thought that was quite funny because it wasn't very comedic, was it? And I was not expecting LOL, a comedy. No. I've got to be honest. It's not like Mrs. Deltfire, is yeah. it? Yeah. Now, I was expecting a comedy like that. Cause I think we discussed, didn't we, that I said to you, oh, is that like a 1980s um, Mrs. Doubtfire? Mm. And you sort of said, mm, loosely, and I, I didn't really realise that it would be the comedy, really, that was mm. missing. Um, but, yeah, I like that, where he, he was trying on her clothes and she quickly sees him, um, and he gets in over his head because he offers her sex mm. to obviously deflect the fact that he was trying on her clothes. But I thought that in a film that's obviously trying to celebrate feminism, strong women, I thought that Sandy got such the bad end of the stick and mm. was sort of downtrodden all the way. Yeah. And I thought it was a bit off to have a female character that was treated like that yeah. in the same film. I thought Dorothy was quite funny. Yeah. Uh, outspoken. And I can see why it was thought of highly in the 80s because as we probably know, those times weren't as good as they are now for women yeah. even though they're still not probably come out with more prominence over the last few years than it probably did at the time right okay i would have thought wouldn't you yeah well, i don't i mean, I mean I don't on, on, it's more publicized now what was going on wasn't it yes I mean, yes yes you're right it was yeah. probably secret squirrel at the time but people knew yeah um, but now it's been confirmed more publicly i think it probably has more relevance to that situation mm-hmm. now than when it came out what is it with 60-year-old men being used to sex symbols in these films? Oh, that's creepy, isn't it? Are they 60 odd or do they just look older? Oh, I mean, I don't really know. Is it the moustache? I mean, it's the leather skin, on it? <laughs> it's just really weird. Yeah. It is really weird. And I thought it was one of the, some of the funny bits was where she got courted by the men. Yeah. I thought that was, um, that was quite good. However, that's where I thought that the slapstick was going to come in. Okay. So, obviously, you've got these the scenes where... Uh, Jessica Lang's dad and the other acting bloke are sort of like trying to um, get off with Dorothy yeah. um, but there wasn't really many comedic scenes between them if you know what I mean no, no, no it wasn't LOL no that's where I thought the slapstick would have come in yeah. and the funny situations and her trying it just didn't and it's not it's not sort of I, I just expected it I think that, yeah. that was the problem Jessica Lang was the outstanding performance mm-hmm. I think you can see why she was the only one to win an Oscar but yeah I mean overall a fairly pleasant watch yeah. nothing too heavy but I'm not quite sure if I was if I'm totally the demographic no probably um, not no and uh, I expected a bit more comedy however I can understand its importance yeah and um, it was quite, f- I mean, it was, it was one of those sort of like throwaway fun watches. Yeah. I've got 67 on it. Okay. I'm a little bit confused with what it set out to do yeah. because there was so much contradiction in it yeah. with some of the characters like Sandy and the fact that Dustin Hoffman didn't really learn his lesson as a male till the end. Yeah. Um, I think times have changed again and then times have changed again since, I suppose. So yeah. I suppose the initial message with this might be lost a little bit now yeah. in that we've learned more since yeah so well, that's my guess okay. i mean dustin hoffman said openly that through doing this film it opened his eyes absolutely massively and i think he'd been an advocate afterwards right in trying to do the best he could 
Right. Um, so okay. it obviously helped him at the time, but... Okay. I mean, I sort of get that. It's just that it didn't seem to help his character till sort of like the very end of the right. film. Um, but there you go. I just thought there was a bit of contradiction in mm. there. But 67. Cool. All right, mate? Yes, mate. So I gave you a 1983 film directed by Brian De Palma, starring Al Pacino, Stephen Bauer, Michelle Pfeiffer, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, Robert Loggia, running time of 170 minutes, budget of $23.5 million, taking $66 million at the box office, 8.3 on INDB, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of, in 1980s Miami, a determined Cuban immigrant takes over a drug cartel and succumbs to greed. I gave you 1983's Scarface. You did? I did. Uh, bear with me. All right. Look, I liked it. All right. I really liked it. But. I want to address one thing, right. right? I still think it's massively overrated. Right. When I hear people talk about it, this is probably like, I don't know if it runs away with people because they think, oh, it's Scarface, it's absolutely, it's a masterpiece, it's not that. I liked it. I, I really did. But it's, it's overrated. Sorry, mate. But, you know, what's my opinion? Everything at the moment, just imagine every um, sentence ends with, in my opinion, then I don't have to keep right. saying it. Primetime Pfeiffer, mate, isn't it? Primetime, like, this yeah, is yeah. just off the back of Stephanie Zanoni. Like, very nice, very nice. Just showing better acting. Worst I've seen her in. Is it in really? In my opinion. Okay. I don't think this did her any favours. Right. Tony Montana, let's address him, right? So, he's a great character and it's lauded as a great performance, which I think it is. But it is hugely overacted, and he is a massive caricature of himself. Right. Um, it's a little bit over the top, and it. Oh, part of me wonders. I know it is all about shock value, and it's about being over the top and in your face. But could he have wound it back a little bit? Possibly. Well, I don't know. I've heard that most cartel drug leaders are quite um, over the top. I'm sure they are, but it's a bit much. Okay. I mean, I, I assume you, you might know about this more than I do, but I assume they took a bit of influence off Escobar with his extravagance. Uh, I don't know, this is a remake, isn't it, from like a 1930s film? Yeah, on a, I mean, obviously in the original, I don't know if they had this sort of money and this sort of ridiculous tastes and mm. buying tigers and all shit like that. I don't know. I don't know what the original, but have they, as it's come up to the remake, have they looked around and gone, look, Escobar was buying tigers and he had his own island thing and he had this ridiculous expensive taste i mean the fucking bathtub <laughs> i want to go in there it looked amazing but not with him for you say <laughs> um but yeah it's crazy i mean it's opulent it was just insane yeah. i mean she misses was going is that his house i was like it's fucking nuts i mean it's, had a lot of cash was the, coming in mate. A lot of cash coming in uh 23 million i mean it was just insane um it's it been on bathtub apparently um, yeah, but I mean, I I can't help but see if, wonder if they took some influence off of him. I found it weird. They only referred to him as Scarface once in the film, huh. um, and they sort of latched onto that. I don't know he had a scar on his face, but it was only mentioned once. I didn't quite get some of the characters, and I think other films of this ilk have done characters better. And I thought some of the acting was a bit questionable, as I didn't buy some of the actors slash actresses in their roles. Right. I thought some people were great, mm -hmm. but like um, I thought his brother, inverted comment, was a bit of a wet lettuce, if I'm honest. Right. I, did, I didn't really buy him. Didn't buy the main man um, of the original one who he joined up with. But 
all that aside, I thought there were some fucking great scenes, like really great scenes. The chainsaw in the bath was yeah, good, fantastic. Yeah. I thought that whole thing was brilliant. I didn't mind the lens. They do that in real life over there, you know. I'm sure they do. I'm sure I'll say it's, it's some videos. I think, I think you've sent them. I've seen some <laughs> of them, mate. I didn't mind the length. I was fine with the length. Um, I thought it was paced quite well. And then for, as mentioned, um, not the last time, um, we was going to mention this, but inappropriate relationships what? that made me feel a bit icky. Right. The brother-sister relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit creepy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, reword that. It was a lot creepy, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. It made me feel a bit grimy yeah. and it got to the end. I mean, I liked, I mean, I've, I know I've sort of used young person vernacular, I've dissed him a little bit about overacting and being a bit of a caricature of himself. But he did have that pure psychopath feeling to him, like Tommy from Goodfellas, where you don't know at any possible mm-hmm. time if he is going to go off. It does make you feel a bit uncomfortable. But saying that, I felt it all happened a bit quick for him. Do you know, like in Goodfellas, where it builds up slowly and he worked through, it was like he was there, he was then washing up in a calf. Then he did his yeah, one drug deal. Yeah, I'm not quite deal. sure that it was all set over a day. No, I know, but it didn't seem to show much of his build-up and how he worked in. He did that one drug deal, next thing in. I reckon it was just uh, lacking a time stamp then, really, because I imagine that he did many drug deals and stuff. Yeah, but they could, have, they could have done a little montage, Oh, yeah, we say. yeah, we love a montage. Uh, we do love a montage. So, like the VHS stripes pack, they love a montage yeah. as well. But, I mean, oh, he went in and then suddenly he's buying this Porsche. <laughs> and he, he didn't have any real okay. sort of thing that he'd worked up for. I wouldn't have bought that one anyway. Honest. Um, decent body count, 42 apparently. Really? Not too okay. shabby, good, not good. too shabby. And I, like I mentioned, I thought the extravagance and the excess in the film of everything he did with the piles of coke to the house, to the bathtub, to the tiger, shows how much or how mad the drug world is and how much money there actually is in it. It's fucking nuts. Very short as what well, you get, I think. Yeah, what do you that greedy? <laughs> I thought I don't the original bloke had the idea where he was like, look, keep it a decent thing and you're sustainable and then he's just like burying his face in mounds of coke. I don't think that he get he got so much money coming in I don't think you just know what to do with it retire uh, yeah but I mean I, I mean I suppose Why I don't think you can race? from that sort of thing though can you Pass it retirement down. is like death if you go do out you like. yeah, yeah I, was, I was found a bit the whole relationship between Tony and Elvira a bit strange um, how it came around, especially when he's like sitting on the bed after he's killed the husband. But I just don't get the major hype behind it, but I did enjoy it, mate. I'm okay. glad I've seen it now. And I'll probably shock you with a score. She'll go, Ooh, sounds like a bit more no, like you enjoyed it. Not. But I've gone for 80. Oh, right, okay. Um, sounds like you enjoyed that. I did. <laughs> but I was thinking, old school system, 8 out of 10, that's probably fair. Right, for 80. okay. All right, fair enough. That's quite a good score, mate, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well good done. Solid on one. Well done. Okay, then, mate. What you got for me next week? Got you a film, mate. It's currently 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 58 minutes, billed as a crime drama mystery. With a synopsis of a lawyer defending a wealthy man begins to believe his client is guilty of more than just one crime. Starring Matthew McConaughey and Marissa Tomei with Ryan Philippe. With a $40 million budget grossing $87 million. this is... Some years, the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> um, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, terrible. Like yeah, go on. Marissa Tomei. Long, long. It's long. Hour and 58 minutes? Yeah. No, it's all right, it's mate. quite long, that, I it? like it. I'll get a year for next time. Right. I just forgot to put a year on. Okay. Sorry. All right, mate. So uh, I'm giving you a 2017 film directed by S. Craig Zola, starring Vince Vaughan, Jennifer Carpenter, Don Johnson, Udo Kia, Mark Blucas and Tom Guiri. Running time of 132 minutes. 
I've only got a budget, but a box office of $64,453. 7.1 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a former boxer turned drug runner lands in a prison battleground after a deal gets deadly. I'm giving you 2017's Brawl in Cell Block 99. Oh, I've heard good things about this one. Bit of Vince Vaughn. I've heard good doing, things. Uh, doing some... Uh, some Brawling. Serious acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard good things about yeah, this one. Yeah. I'm excited about okay. that, thank you. Well, there's another couple of his films probably... On the list, but I don't know whether to give them to you until I know what you think of this right. one. So there you go. Interesting. All right. All right then, mate. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. You're getting a bit tired, mate. You seem to have lost a little bit of your flow again. <laughs> well, like I said, I think I've got to get up early. Yeah. And I, I just, I mean, I'm desperate to find out how much money I've made. Yeah. And then, uh, and yeah. then obviously, panic. The realism of finding all the records for Saturday yeah. um, with my colour. If I can blindness. do anything to help, mate, don't bother. No. Touch. <laughs> <laughs> Please just don't do what you said you was going to do because it will push me over the edge <laughs> so what are we doing next week then mate oh it's an exciting one mate like six months in the making this one <laughs> it, it's it's been longer than we would have liked but we've got an exciting thing and we're doing sharknado we are yeah and there's a reason for that yes we have got an interview yeah. next week with the writer yeah the originator and writer of the sharknado yeah for the first three or four yeah. Remember, yeah mr thunder levin we have got thunder levin on as a, as a we had a lovely interview. chat with him we did um i think it was between lockdown one lockdown two yeah and life and just where we've been able to do stuff we haven't been able to squeeze it in and we're finally getting out there yeah. he's such a nice bloke okay so we forgot to say homework two weeks time yep. because we we were so enthralled listening to Thunder Levin we did obviously go off track about Shark Sharknado and that and we talked about screenwriting and we yeah. talked about the art of, of oh, telling a, a story combo. we had a great fun yeah we did yeah. it at like two o'clock in the morning as well yeah. so we didn't say a lot but um, but we managed to get a bit of information out about it. So we're doing homework in two weeks' time, yeah. and we're not doing homework next week. We'll do a normal episode up till the end of the review of Sharknado, and then we'll put the hour or so interview yeah. um, with Thunder Levin on the end. Exciting. I, I hope that you find it interesting. We did. Because we did. Yeah, it was yeah. enthralled, didn't we? It, it was, was great. great. Yeah, Such a it. great bloke. Loved it. Yeah. So uh, there you go. So that's what's going to be next week yeah alright yes okay then mate do you want to reiterate how people can contact us on the socials yes mate they can get us on twitter or instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com excellent yeah and just to let everyone know we will do a joke um, at the end of the Thunder Levin interview next week so if you want that joke you have to listen have to, to the Thunder Levin yeah, episode I might yeah. better make it worth it <laughs> yeah. yeah so okay then mate you finished yes mate alright mate I'm getting back to my other business yeah I'll let you I'm go I'm going to be packaging, packaging records till 2 o'clock this morning yeah. and then go to my other job no worries I'm going to be up till jobs. 2 asking questions about records on my <laughs> new profile <laughs> okay then mate right you finished yes right say goodbye then Mick goodbye then Mick see you later see everybody you later. bye bye, bye. My mum moaning the other day, what? moaning, moaning, moaning. She was about how much things cost. What? Like one pound fifty for a cup of tea. What? She's like two pound fifty for cake. What? Twelve quid for a Sunday dinner. What? I was like, look, mum, it's my house, my prices. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I mean, bless it's all right Sue. That, it? Bless yeah. Sue. She was she hear that? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, last week. 
I said to her, did you hear it? And she went, no, I've not got bored enough yet. Apparently <laughs> she only listens when she's bored. I love Sue. Brilliant. <laughs> when she gets bored, she'll listen. <laughs> right. See you later, then. Yes. I've got another job to go to. Bye, mate. Right. You said I, you I, 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 I don't know what happened there. Um, 